You're listening to the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com podcast. Hey, I'm Mike Stout. And I'm Heidi Rue. We're both full-time voice talent and owners of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com. AVS is a recording and training studio in Atlanta with virtual options available to join. And ProVoiceOverTraining.com offers on-demand video resources to better your voiceover career. Our purpose in creating both of these is to give you the resources you need to create the career you want. And that's exactly why this podcast exists as well. Each month, we bring on an expert to share their industry knowledge, insight, and helpful tips. Visit AtlantaVoiceOverStudio.com and ProVoiceOverTraining.com for more great resources. Okay, I'm so excited to welcome my friend and someone I admire, adore, and just is wonderful to the podcast, Natasha Marchevka. Marchevka, did I say that right? I'm like, I know sure Natasha did. for you a You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she has been a voice actor since 2006, and she's got clients like UBS, First Horizon Bank, Universal Orlando. She's LA-based, and she has created a phenomenal course called The 123 Pros for Voice 123, and it just helps the talent to be able to set up, navigate their Voice 123 profile. I've done it. It was so, so helpful. And also, she and Kim Wilson has just started a webcast called Speechless VO. So check it out. We've got links in the show notes, so you can just click on there <laughs> to go and check it out. Great information about voiceover industry. And also, it's kind of like being able to just be with your peers, you know, just talking about voiceover. It's it's really informal, but very informational. Informal, but informational. <laughs> Thank you, so Heidi. Natasha, thanks so much for being here with us today. So tell us a little bit of your background. You have been in this industry for a long time and you have a background though in singing and really the, the arts and entertainment and stuff. So tell us how you even like got interested in voice. I mean, 2006, I, that was a mm-hmm. totally different time as far as mm-hmm. like, you know, the buzz about voiceover even back then. So how did that mm-hmm. happen? I was very lucky to work at a radio station uh, where someone told me what Voice123 and and Voices.com was. I um, was pregnant with my first child, and he said, you should do voiceover. Here's what Voices.com and Voice123 is, and off I went. Mm -hmm. So um, I was setting myself up for a business that I could do at home with with an infant and then another infant. (laughs) And yeah, I do have performing experience as a singer, and I have a degree in broadcasting for what it's worth. And so um, my business and performance skills came together in what, as you guys know, that when you have those things come together, you can be very successful in the industry, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let us let us in on the uh, the beginning stages of your voiceover career, and and don't leave anything out. I mean, stuff that tripped you up, include all of that. Yeah, because I bet even the resources back then are just not what they are right now. I mean, yeah. What were, yeah, what was that? (laughs) What what years were it? That's 2006. That's right. Yeah. So that was around the time that the online casting sites sort of birthed, maybe a year before, a couple years before. And, um, Yeah. So I was going into a life of having children and needed to create something for myself that was at home. And just all the stars aligned. It was the right thing. 
However, when you're starting a business, let alone with children, babies, you got to figure out how am I going to do this? And so actually what I did is I did the math and I realized audiobooks are not going to work. So cross them off the list because I need to do short bits, short things. Um, and what was available at the time was calling affiliate uh, television stations or emailing them and radio stations. And actually, you could go online at the time and get the exact email of creative directors or creative services people for affiliate um, TV stations. And <laughs> say I'd say female um, voice talent in the subject line, send about 12 in a day. Uh, the research was really easy online at that time. And by dinner time, I'd have two new clients. Oh, um, it's a great because return. females... Yeah. <laughs> Females didn't have studios generally at home at that time. Mm. So when I worked at a radio station, they helped set me up with a little studio and off I went looking for jobs myself. And it was just a time where uh, it was perfect timing in terms of being a female mm. <laughs> voice talent at home. Um, yeah. So what else was there that I needed to answer? Um <laughs> oh. How was that even setting up, though, a home studio? Because, again, like, there, right. even technology wasn't to the place it is now. Right. So, um, from a technical standpoint, they set me up with what was um, a four-channel mixer, and you had your PC and a sound card. I, to this day, I still don't know what a sound card is. But <laughs> they, they helped me, you know, figure out the components. And there weren't a lot that were necessary. I had an RE20, which I've, you know, since learned isn't the best for voiceover, but it did the job for me for the affiliate stations and yeah. for radio. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, I, like I said, I did the math on which jobs I should go after. So those creative services people at stations were not paying a lot, but I figured, okay, 30 seconds, $30, a dollar a second is better than what they're paying for audiobooks or really any long form right. stuff. So I spent a lot of time doing a lot of local things, radio and TV, that that was their budget. And I was okay with that starting out. Um, sure. And to this day in Northern Canada, <laughs> Yeah. That's their budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I did the math on that, but I also knew, knew I needed to be online. I wasn't in New York or LA or even Toronto. Mm -hmm. I was in Ottawa, Canada, and I knew that I needed to be online. It was mm -hmm. just clear to me that you needed to figure that out working from home. And so that, that's what I figured out. I was on all the online casting or the two online casting sites at the time. And um, made the most of that. Mm -hmm. And even having a website was a little bit new yeah. and foreign. And mm -hmm. so uh, just knowing that you had to have a good online presence, even at the very beginning, in order to be found like a business card online mm -hmm. was key. So yeah. that's I just kept chipping away in that way. It sounds like you already had these, the, the building blocks for creating a business. And I think we talk a lot about, obviously, you know, it's, You've got to train, you know, there's so much that goes into voiceover that people don't realize, but also we say like it is a business and 
Um, and that's really hard sometimes for people to be able to grasp. It is. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't, you know, if, if somebody's coming from like a corporate job too, you're like, well, th- we had a marketing department, we had an accounting department, we had a sales team, you know, and now all of a sudden you're having to wear all these hats. It can be overwhelming and also just, you just don't know where to start. But it sounds like you really created a good foundation for business. Were there any other tips that you did or things that you did at the beginning that you feel like really set yourself up on the business side of your career to, to, to have a sustainable career? Totally. I don't know how I knew this, but I knew I had to keep strong business relationships or build strong business relationships. So even those small affiliate television stations, I would send my five clients that I got the first three months or a couple months, thank you cards, Mm -hmm. chocolates. Like I would lay in bed thinking about what can I do to have them remember me, even Mm -hmm. though they're not paying me a lot, it's going to add up and to keep those clients. And to this day, I still have a few after this many years that um, they're just with me Mm -hmm. uh, because I just, I kept telling them where I was moving to because I moved a fair bit and um, and sent them cards and things. So strengthening business relationships, clients' relationships, client relationships was super important. And also keeping the data organized, mm-hmm. right? Even if it was five and then it was 30 and then it was more, making sure that I kept on top of keeping that data together and organized. Yeah, yeah. How did you at that time, was it like an Excel spreadsheet or how did mm-hmm. you keep it all organized? It was so. definitely an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there are so many elements to your voiceover business that, and and starting from scratch and not having the support of a school uh, like yours, you're trying to figure out what are those elements that I need to remember besides, you know, the, the date of when you were booked, the date of when it was recorded, the date of when it was paid, how are they paying, all those things. So created a few different spreadsheets to keep that all on track. And really, when you look at it, I sometimes I think, boy, I wish I was still on spreadsheets because they were, they were straightforward. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. You know, oh when, when you talk about spreadsheets and keeping a track of everything, it just, it, it, it can seem to, to certain people, to something like Heidi, Heidi's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. I am oh. ready to go. Give me a spreadsheet. Give me a, a system. Give me a this, give me a that, you know, but there's other talent <laughs> like me who have gotten better over the years of keeping track of these things. Um, and it is totally worthwhile and totally necessary, but it it's, it's been tough, you know, mm-hmm. especially if not coming, you know, just coming from the talent side mm-hmm. of being in radio as well as we both were as well. Mm-hmm. And then, Oh wow, there's business stuff that now I have mm-hmm. to learn and we have to give you, our, ourselves grace to, to learn it and not, you know, not have it perfect from the get go mm-hmm. and then develop those things. So, All that to just taper off what you just said. But so what are some things that more experienced voiceover talent can do? Uh, And you don't have to say, you know, weekly, monthly, daily, whatever you want to share. Is there is there something that that experienced talent can do just to help with their their career business wise? A hundred percent. And really, when I thought about some of your questions, I realized the answers tend to all fall into the same category as do the work, don't be complacent. Um, But to go back, Mike, it's exactly what you just said. There's so many people that have all this creative experience. They're either theater people 
or radio people, and they are not great at keeping themselves organized. And so I've been working with people already as a what I call myself an, an accountability coach, just to help them along and say, did you do this? Well, I meant to, and I've been thinking about it, but I hate it or whatever. We get it. And even to keep it in a spreadsheet, keep it simple, keep those clients so that you can go back to them and email them every three, four months or even a year. It doesn't matter, but you have to follow up. So, um, and the other, other bit for experienced talent is that you do have to go to work every day. Mm -hmm. So we record, you know, hopefully you're recording every day. Certainly you're auditioning every day, but the marketing, the admin, the bookkeeping, the everything, you have to go to work every day. And we choose this job to be flexible. It's a great lifestyle. But I was thinking back, there's, I've always treated it like um, a nine to five, more like seven to seven job. Mm -hmm. But there is just no question that even though I called myself part time for or I was part time, I was working full time. Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter what my pay was. Mm -hmm. So even though you have the craft down or you're an LA talent, you have an agent doing all these things, you cannot forget that you want this to be a long-term sustainable career. You have to get those eggs in the basket, sow the seeds for the long-term and set goals, which not everyone likes to do either. Look at them, <laughs> break them down into an action plan and figure out what the steps are. There's so many elements of this, Mike, as you said, where you just, you're not good at it. You don't want to do it. And so, so you need to look at um, the tasks, break them down and don't be in denial that they have to be done because they have to get done. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, just hearing you speak, Natasha, it reminds me of a, of Jocko Willink who says discipline equals freedom. And it's so true for this, especially as we, you know, you get you get a hold of all this, you get a hold of that data, you put it in that Excel spreadsheet, you were disciplined enough to do that. Now you have the freedom for just your mind to be less cluttered of where did I put that? Where yes. did I write that down? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think also those practices help you to create those clients that come back all the time, Absolutely. which also gives you that freedom because, I mean, there's been times where I haven't been booking as much new stuff, but my consistent clients yes. keep me going every, that I'm like, okay, I don't mm -hmm. have to worry financially, you know, we're okay, you know? Yep. Um, yep. So yes, it, it goes both ways on that. Yeah. Natasha, you are so good at business. In fact, obviously, I mean, you talked about how you got on Voice123 at a very early stage. And because of that, you've created this course called Voice123 Pros um, to help talent set themselves up for success on the platform. So tell us a little bit about what you go over in the course and, and why you even created it in the first place. How did it come to be? Sure. So even though I was on, I've been on it for 15 years, there are waves in my life where I've not auditioned much, but I've always known that um, they actually have very good um, jobs on there. They really do. They have had clients that are have integrity on that platform through all the years. Um, and so the past three years or maybe more now, I have been doing well and much better than previously when I had infants and things. And they're in version three. And when version three came along in 2018, there's a lot of people complaining about the algorithm and this and that and whatever. Um, I think online casting 
testing is important for a long-term sustainable career because there are jobs there. Mm -hmm. There are viable clients and jobs there. And as I started doing really well, I wanted to tell my peers about how to do well. Um, I wanted to support them in doing well. And it's to my benefit as well. If there are good talent that are Mm -hmm. professional on Voice123, Voice123's reputation will be great. Mm -hmm. I am truly altruistic in this. If the talent are not ready to be hired, or if they're not participating professionally, clients are not going to keep coming back to Voice123. And and then I have a lot of (laughs) voiceover friends, as we do, as we are in this business together for a long time. And I want to support them in doing well. There's a lot of money to be made. So I said to my workout group, um, can I share the tips that I have learned to help? Because I also hate it when people complain, 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 do something, be proactive and learn. So I gave a free talk to my workout group and said, this is what I've done. And it's amazing. And um, the leader said, um, how much are you going to charge to do people's profile? And I said, I'm just, I'm really not interested in that. I, I, uh. And the next day, um, this woman, Catherine Toll, contacted me and said, I'd be really interested in helping you with doing something further with this. And I'd never, I think worked out with her once or twice, but I didn't know her. Ever since, we are the perfect V123 business marriage. She (laughs) brings to the table this tech skill and a level of professionalism that is equal to mine Mm -hmm. and a a work ethic that is equal to mine, Um, but we don't have the same skill set at all. So we, we come together and decided, wow, this is really helpful. So she took my advice that I'd given her on on the talk and started doing really well in Voice 1, 2, 3. Wow. So as she did, she realized, oh, okay, I get this. And we would share our um, knowledge one-on-one with people and charge people. For a couple of months, I did this. I would meet with them on Zoom and help them with their Voice 1, 2, 3. And I was repeating the same information. <laughs> and that's why we realized, okay, can we just make a course and she's super techie. So she did it really fast and lit a fire under me. And all, you know, you know, before you know it, this thing happened that we were not expecting. And that was incredible success. We also, you know, being voice actors, knowing that there's a lot of things to spend your money on. We wanted it to be very, very, very fair Mm -hmm. um, and um, great value and low price. So we created this thing that's just blossomed and in terms of what we cover, we really do dig into every corner. And that's the beauty of it and why it's so helpful is because we've done the work and asked the questions to Voice123 where we have questions. Um, a lot of the information is actually on the help pages and in the help library, and people don't read that. So that's <laughs> been to our benefit. <laughs> um, but also... Every corner of it from what your profile looks like to how it can be elevated and more effective in terms of the words you use, the picture you use Mm -hmm. for yourself, and then how you roll on the platform, how you're auditioning. Um, One of the things we offer is audition audits. So I'll listen and give them feedback and tell them why they're not booking and why this is bookable. Mm -hmm. You know, bookable, not bookable, bookable. And here's why. For some reason, I absolutely love doing that. It's just this thing that works for me. 
And keywording is a major issue with being found, mm. teaching people how to do that, what it means, because um, it can be tedious doing your profiles, whether it's your website or anything, can be so tedious. So we've broken it down from soup to nuts yeah. <laughs> to help people be most effective. And it is like a game. It's mm-hmm. a gamified thing. And we've learned through, as I said, the help library, but also participating and doing well and, and having great feedback on that on, on people doing well with it. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not really for new talent because you don't want to experiment on there. You don't want to practice on there. These are real jobs for real clients, no matter their level or the price that's being charged. It doesn't matter if it's a low price job. This is still a job and you have to mm-hmm. put your best foot forward and be a pro talent and then decide, you yeah. know, do I want to be hired for this amount or this amount? But voice one, two, three is, can be complex in order mm-hmm. to do well and you need to know the rules. So that's mm-hmm. what we got, give people happily. It's, it was so like mind-blowing but so helpful at the same time. I loved it so much. And I just took, um, if you don't know, I mean, they're like little videos. So I would go a little bit at a time. I don't have a ton of time, but I would just Mm -hmm. stick it in here if I had 20 minutes or whatever. And then I work on that part of my profile. And then I go to Mm -hmm. the next video when I had time and go to that, you know, so Mm -hmm. it was just very easy to digest, I guess, and to put into um, action. So it was great. Good. Excellent. So we have one more question for you. I know people make mistakes. <laughs> is there a, is there a ranking system that you have? Do you have a, one of the biggest mistakes that you see people making on Voice One Two Three? Definitely. So the biggest mistake people make, beginners or advanced, is over auditioning and being over overzealous with auditioning. Historically, on online casting, we just audition for everything to see if we can land something. And you just can't do that on Voice One, Two, Three because if it's not, if the job is not perfect for you, they're actually looking for a male or female of every age. They don't know what they're looking for, and you're likely not to get a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So um, I do not recommend people be overzealous with their auditioning. Um, Having said that, in terms of mistakes, I, you know, I lacked confidence in the beginning of my career with the craft, the tech, and the business. And so to have confidence is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't be shy. It's a level playing field. Nobody knows how much experience you have. So that is a real benefit to the different people in different seasons of their business. If you're very talented and you have a lot of uh, business acumen, I have someone in mind exactly. She just started a couple years ago, and she is flying, and she has booked literally dozens of jobs last year on the platform. So to have the confidence in what you can do, and but be smart about it on the platform. Mm-hmm. 
That's great. Nice. Natasha, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and I added some more links into the show notes. Um, so mm. I'd say check that out because Natasha has a great email too that she sends out and it's just mm. full of great resources for VO talent. Um, and so if you go to her website, you can see right there where you can put your email in and it's just, it's really helpful. So I've, all, I've enjoyed that as well. Um, and we are so excited because your podcast kind of kicks off off um, January for us, and, and we're doing a big VO challenge. And so the it, the information is also in the show notes. We've just put a little link of where you can sign up. But basically, we'll send you out an email every weekday of just something mm. small you can do for your mm-hmm. voiceover career. I mean, just like an update your email signature, and then we'll give you some tips on like what you need to mm-hmm. include and you know some resources for you. So um, I hope everyone can join us in that. And we'll also share it on social media too, but it's just all a way for all of us to be able to kick off the year right and for us to do those things that Natasha was talking about, those small things, planting those seeds. It is a garden. I tell people all the time. And no no one would plant like a tomato, you know, bush and then go, okay, it bloomed great. Bye. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go on my merry way and enjoy the fruits of my labor. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna get fruit next year. So it's just something that you you constantly have to cultivate. But there's easy and applicable ways to be able to do that. So mm-hmm. that everybody can do. Thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing about my newsletter. Um and Heidi, your newsletters from your school are so valuable. Mm-hmm. I share them all the time. Um, so if anyone's listening and is not on the list, you better get on the list because um, this the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio newsletters are so educational. Really great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, Natasha, thank you again so much for taking your time today and um, just really appreciate you. Hope your year is off to a great start too. Thank you. <laughs>